Hey guys, welcome back to the Normal Black Girl Podcast. I had to do a special podcast for today. So alert, 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 alert. If this doesn't pertain to your ass, then don't be offended for anything that I'm about to say. Because today we're talking about protecting black women. So if I do have any male listeners out there, I thank you for listening to me, tuning in. But we got to tap into this subject because as everyone knows about the Will and Jada situation and Chris Rock, we got to we got to really talk about protecting black women like we got to. It's getting tired. It's getting tired. And we got to we got to do better as a whole. All right. So as everyone knows, at the Oscars. Chris Rock was known for making a joke uh, about Jada Pinkett Smith being G.I. Jane 2.0. So, over time, Jada Pinkett Smith has talked about having alopecia and her struggling with her self-confidence when losing her hair and feeling beautiful and things of that such. She's talked about this numerous of times. So, yes, Chris Rock, he's a comedian. He's doing his job. Things of that such, but like the joke was distasteful. And I mean, yeah, you guys can argue that oh, a comedians make joke about R. Kelly making sex tapes with young women, or Bill Cosby date raping, or um, I'm trying to think of another joke possibly. Whatever, I can't think of. But even in those two situations, like, is that really okay to joke about? Date rape? Sleeping with minors? Is that where we are with the community? That that's okay? Like, that's okay to make jokes about that instead of actually penalizing these men? Because if that's the case, look how long they got away with it before they even got any type of punishment so let's let's not let's not deflect and then i hear people saying oh well he ain't slapped august alcina like that come on y'all let's be real growing up all we've heard is, is about them having an open relationship and if this is true that is that that is their damn business that is their marriage so if they agreed to have an open relationship wouldn't nobody have known Jada Pinkett Smith had slept with August Alcina if August Alcina didn't get in his motherfucking feelings and tell the whole fucking world that he slept with Jada Pinkett Smith? You don't think Will was humiliated about that? Man, come on, bro. We talk about that shit to this day. I still see jokes about that shit to this day about Will being stressed out about Jada cheating on him with August Alcina or referencing Tupac you know oh she was in love with Tupac it's a lot of y'all motherfuckers out here that are threatening to kill threatening to kill other dudes over your baby mama that you ain't even with no more so let's not let's not call Will a simp let's like for him protecting his wife's feelings We don't know what they're going through behind closed doors. We don't know how many times Jada has cried to him about this. How many times he's seen her throw away an outfit 
because she didn't feel good in it. How many times she's denied or didn't want to go anywhere because she didn't feel beautiful because of her hair. We don't know. Like, you got to think, alopecia, it attacks, it's, it's pretty much where your immune system is ta- attacking your T-cells. It's, it's damn near like your body is going through self-made chemo. And it's crazy because it's like a lot of people are just like, oh, well, if a white man had made a joke, will would Will Smith real will would real Will Smith have slapped him? That's the problem. Why are why is it why should it be okay for anybody to make a joke to hurt anyone? Especially something they feel insecure about. So let's, can we stop? Like, can we, can we applaud him for standing up for his wife? Because we don't see that a lot. Y'all, we got, I know motherfuckers that got cheated on by their spouse, went back with them, had somebody disrespect them, and their spouse just look at them. Don't say nothing. Like, ladies, get you a man that's going to protect you. I'm not, and be willing to protect your spouse. We can't have it a one way street either. So let's not, let's not get into that. A relationship is about reprocracy. We have to, if we want to be protected by our spouse, we have to be willing to protect our spouse as well. It's a two way street. Relationships are always two way streets. Also, can we talk about the, I hate talking about this subject. I do. But I'm tired of hearing about it. Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. Listen, y'all. Even if Tory didn't do it, that woman was still hurt. That woman was still shot or something happened that night. And of course, if she may have been drunk to where she doesn't clearly remember who may have pulled the trigger. Or what may have clearly happened, but something happened. And if it is, if it does come to the fact that Tori didn't do it, of course, I feel like Meg should have an apology or be clear about like, I don't remember what happened. I just remember me and Tori getting in a confrontation. We were arguing. The gun went off. And I thought it was him. It's okay. Like, it's okay to admit that. But... Can we stop talking about her like it's not okay for her to feel the way she's feeling? Like, is it okay? Can we just stop calling her, like, stop trying to throw her up under the bus so easily? Can we understand her pain? Can we understand if we were in this, if your mama was in that situation, if that was your sister, if that was your girl, like... Would you still have these same questions? Would you still have the same energy? Like, you got to think how many black women have been murdered by their spouses for trying to leave. Like, murder, like, domestic violence is at an all-time high for black women. And when we try to leave or try to get people to believe us, it's like, oh, she's lying. She's lying. That man wouldn't do that until it's too late and we're dead. Then it's all of a sudden, oh, why didn't anybody try to help? Why didn't anybody read the signs? Bro, we were we were literally telling you for help. I've seen on Twitter where women have, have stated, 
if I end up dead, this is the person who did it. Showing screenshots of threats, showing, going to the police for help. And the police not doing anything but asking them to get a restraining order. What What am I going to do with a restraining order? Throw it at him? Throw it at him if he if he come between come within 600 feet? But if we shoot first, if we, we try to protect ourselves first, we we go to jail. We get locked up for life. It's it was a girl. We all she's not I wouldn't categorize her as black, but it's women in the jail system now, the prison system now, just like Cynthia Brown, who was just released not too long ago, I wanna say in twenty twenty, who killed her pimp because he consistently got her like was abusing her was consistently you know that was a way for her getting her getting out and i want to say her name was cynthia or it may have been men synthonia you guys know who i'm talking about it's spelled c-y-n-o-t-h-i-a uh kim kardashian helped get her out so you gotta think you got it's many black women in there plenty plenty of black women in the prison system who were trying to defend themselves against their abuser, against their rape, or their rapist, against their kidnapper, and had to go to the extreme of, in order to get away, they had to hurt them in some type of shame, some type of shape or manner, whether that is to injure them enough to where they have enough time to get out, or having to kill them for fighting for their lives. And they're in a prison system for being a fucking victim. For being a victim. Like, so what are we doing to protect black women? Are we really listening? Are we really listening to these outcries? Are we really taking the steps to be there for our community? Even black women being there for each other. If we we should know how it feels to be a black woman. We should know how it feels to feel our sister's pain. Like, we ain't got to be the best of friends for me to stick up for you. If I see somebody in public, and if I see a black woman in public, she's sitting down by herself. She looks lonely. I go talk to them. I, I, my grandma raised me to never meet a stranger. I'm not saying I'm going to be, you know, friends with everybody. Like, oh, yeah, you can come to my house and everything. But I can sit down and talk to you. I can sit down and, you know, have a conversation if you're willing to. And we got to stop that as black women. Stop being so fucking standoffish. If somebody comes to you and just want to talk to you, like, enjoy that conversation. A lot of y'all do a lot of side-eyeing. And it's unnecessary, y'all. It is very unnecessary. And then cry that you ain't got no fucking friends. Like, we are a sisterhood. Whether we want to believe it or not, we need to be there for each other. Get to know each other. Like I said, y'all ain't got to be the best of friends. But don't be afraid to talk to people. Don't be afraid to get to know each other. Don't be afraid to stand up for your sister. If you see her going through some things, if you see somebody talking down to her, don't be afraid to step in. And then I know it's scary, you know, especially if an abusive situation is like if you see a black woman being abused in public. It's it gets hard because. You don't want anything to happen to you. 
I've seen where people try to step in and help with domestic violence situations and they end up getting shot and I get it or getting hurt and I get it. You know, it's scary. It could be a scary thing. So I, of course, approach every situation with safety. But if that means just you calling the police or you acting like, you know, or like, hey, girl, come over here with me. Stepping in and be like, are you okay? She needs to come with me. Like, get as much information. Try to defuse, not even try to defuse the situation, but try to get them away from it without becoming off aggressive to where you could get hurt too. Or try to get as much information about what they're driving, what they're wearing, about the description of the abuser. You can play your part versus trying to record every fucking thing on for the internet for you to put it on social media to get reactions and views and actually submitting it into the police or doing your part to call the police. You know how many videos I've seen of women getting beat up, black women getting beat up by their spouses and it's being recorded. But ain't nobody trying to step in. Ain't nobody trying to call the police. Ain't nobody trying to do shit. But if it was you, you would want somebody to try to help you in any type of way. So, if ain't nobody else going to protect... If we can't protect ourselves, if we're not willing to protect each other as black women, how do we expect somebody else to do that shit? Somebody else that is not us. Whether that's black men, men in general, other ethnic... Or women other women like how can we expect that like come on guys we gotta get that shit together for real because i'm tired of seeing it i'm tired i'm tired i swear to god like my next lifetime i want to come back as a fucking tree i told my cousin that shit i really want to come back as a tree because this shit is ridiculous i don't want to come back as another fucking human i promise to god i don't if I can come back as a tree or shit, I don't fucking know. Some other than human. Because y'all just, it be too much. It be too much sometimes. I don't want to be a roach or no shit like that. <laughs> but, like, give me a tree. Let me be a fucking, maybe, maybe a cardinal. Uh, I don't know, possibly a butterfly. I don't fucking know, but humans, like, it's so exhausting to see the ignorance every fucking day. And it's like, we're supposed to be one of the smartest beings because we're constantly evolving. The human form is something that has constantly evolved over time in a progressive manner versus all the other species. So it's just like, even even still like our mind is so fucking dense though and it's crazy it's crazy to watch it is and seeing the comments about you know made the stallion and tory lanes or about even about the whole r kelly situation if we want to really talk about it we know r kelly was sleeping with young black girls not gonna say all of them was black girls, but a majority of them was young black girls. And the first thing that comes out of, I mean, it crossed my mind too, but it wasn't the first thing. My first thing is, R. Kelly is old enough to fucking know better. You can't keep blaming shit on your past. You can't keep blaming shit on how you were raised. 
you can't keep blaming shit on how you were treated growing up. Because where, where do you go to put in the work? So when do you start being putting in the work to be a decent fucking human being? Because if that's the case, I'll be out here terrorizing the fucking world from where I came from. So, and what all I had to go through. I mean, everybody has a sad story. My story isn't as sad as others. I'm not going to lie. And some people out here with some crazy, some crazy ass stories, some crazy ass trauma. And it sucks. But you don't see them out here doing that shit. You don't see, I mean, some of them do. I'm not going, but it's not an excuse. Like, let's stop using that as an excuse. And it's just a fact of, like, even with the R. Kelly situation, yes, everybody's at fault when it comes to them girls. Everybody failed them girls. R. Kelly, R. Kelly's team, their parents, nobody wanted to protect those young black girls because they were looking out for themselves. And the cycle fucking continues. When will it stop? When will it stop? So y'all, yeah, I want to tap into it. I want y'all know me. I'm gonna keep it real because, like I said, it's I'm gonna be a hundred percent transparent on my podcast. I'm gonna tap into it, all the subjects, all the topics, and if you like it or not, you know, that's on you. But I can only tell my perspective as a black woman. So I encourage all our black sisters out there the black queens if you're truly gonna be a queen you gotta fight for your people a kingdom is truly nothing without its without its citizens without its people so we are gonna call ourselves queens we're gonna look at each other as queens why why don't we go for bat why don't we go to bat for each other why is it so easy for us to talk down on each other whether and not be there for each other encourage each other listen to each other we got to do better and like i said in order for us to be protected we got to learn how to protect ourselves first protect each other first we can't always depend on somebody to be there we will hope we hope that we run into somebody like will smith or just somebody in general that will that wants to be there for us to protect us Because sometimes it gets hard. It gets hard trying to always defend yourself. You're nothing without a true team, without a true backbone. So again, guys, like, protect black women. (laughs) I'm always, that's something I'm always stand on. Protect black women. I'm always protect black women. Put my life on it. Everybody go, everybody gotta go. So... If me protecting a black woman is my way of going, if I end up being left out this world, taken out this world, because I was I jumped in to defend somebody, somebody that looked just like me, then so fucking be it. But again, thanks guys, and thank you for my new listeners tuning in. This is Ty with the Normal Black Girl Podcast signing out, and I catch you guys at the next one.